I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilly Ram Rock House Interior. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and it feels like it's been forever since we've been here. You know, they recently fumigated the Gilded Ram here, which was great. It was, uh, in a lot of ways, exceptionally necessary. Um, but it did mean that we had to, you know, hold off on uh, a little get-togethers for at least a handful of weeks. But, I mean, the vermin situation has really been sorted out in here quite nicely. Um, still a lot of insectoids, I must say. I don't really, um, I don't really know that they did much for that. Um, and while I'm at it, the, the rodent population downstairs has certainly not dwindled in any uh, noticeable capacity. Um, so, uh, as far as the, the types of vermins that, that are around, uh, it's, 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 from a categorical basis, there's still some, um, some booming populations, I must say. Um, but they did uh, kind of narrow down and, and clear out one particular uh, type of vermin. And it was, of course, the troop of jugglers that had taken up residence in uh, one of the upstairs rooms. Now, I, I don't know if you've ever tried to extricate jugglers from an inn, but it's, it's a real slippery business. You know, they start um, chucking uh, bowling pins up in the air and throwing chainsaws and all that. You can't get through that. You can't get to them, really, to put hands on them. And then if you do, one of them grabs another one and starts throwing them in the air. And now you're trying to catch the one out of the air that's being thrown by the other one as another guy jumps up and starts getting thrown around as well. Oftentimes that experience is so unnerving and uh, confusing, you just give up and you walk away. You say, you know, I'm going to let somebody else deal with this problem. But we just got the word this morning. We are now fully juggler-free. Um, which is why the sign out front says Juggler Free, uh, Gilded Ram, Juggler Free now. Um, we're very proud of that fact. It's so quiet here at night, instead of the raucousness that used to used to be keeping everyone up all hours of the night. Now it's so quiet you could hear a pin drop. Um, and if you did hear a pin drop, that might indicate we were not actually Juggler Free. And so since you don't hear pins dropping, that's, that's good, right? That's, that's wonderful. You could, but you won't. Very important distinction. Anyway, last time, well, the, the brute force was at a soiree uh, in largely their honor, uh, and, and for some strange reason, Mort got a wild hair up his ass to throw a bowl of salt at Ilstrak. It's possibly because he finally had hair and an ass, uh, which was something he didn't have to deal with for quite some time. But regardless, the, the hair ass situation was what it was, and he did chuck an entire bowl of salt and a, effectively a ruler. Then, not content with the scene that he had made, he decided to turn into a bat and fly out a window, which, I mean, yeah, it looked really cool. Um, and everybody was probably super impressed. But the downside of that is that that's a one-time one trick, isn't it? Everybody wants to see it all the time. And also, it's a little bit emo, and I don't really think that that's necessarily more scene, although at this time frame, it certainly was. But I'm not one to judge. We all had our goth phase. But 
the rest of the crew was trying to sort things out as best they could, uh, and ambling ever so delicately out of a party that maybe was slowly realizing that, hey, didn't that guy come with you? Well, Illustrak was a salt. Nope. He was. That was an accidental pun. He had salt. He was yeah, assaulted, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Assaulted. Mm -hmm. So are we not in trouble? Mort did it. I guess they did know that Mort was with you because he did get announced. Yeah, because we were guys. all like, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. They're I think they're trying to sort it out. Most of the guards that were with uh, at the time, like, uh, escorted him out through the curtain behind where the dais was. And right. I think they were more on protect Ilstrek duty. Uh, than sorted out duty. Sure. I'm sure that there's, uh, but then like, you know, the guy that did it, bingo, bango, zipped out of the room. There will probably be mm -hmm. some questioning coming down the line. Uh, but sure. yeah, I mean, right now you guys. Okay. We just all have to look so embarrassed and put our heads in our hands. Cammy's already uh, dressed as a, like Cammy already has her like human um, sort of flesh suit on. So she looks ashamed. She looks guilty. She looks like disgusted in herself and her actions because that's her baseline sort of expression when she's wearing uh, her human suit. Right. So I, I, what I'm saying is that we're already there. Like, like Cammy's in the narrative committed to the bit as it were. Hollis <laughs> is actually embarrassed. There's, there's no fake in this. She just had a, a great sesh with the King and now more went for salt at him. Um, where do where do Hollis's Leland is too wealthy to experience shame <laughs> or embarrassment. Excellent. Where do Hollis's like um, kawaii blush marks show up when she's embarrassed? It's very wow. important to me because of her what a head great... shape. Yeah. They hover in the air. <laughs> Good, <laughs> just like like slightly inward, but under her eyes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Disembodied blush. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys are out in the hallway outside of the banquet area, it's kind of crowded out here. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people have kind of done the same thing where it's like, okay, this is a little much. We're going to just kind of maybe step outside. Uh, to to the right out here is the direction that you guys came in from uh, the, the basically in the general direction of the front gates, although there's a lot more in that direction you walk through to get here. Uh, the other direction down the hall uh, you can see from here is kind of more of an open air garden area that's up. Uh, I mean, this is up already on the second level of the, the, the castle as it is. Um, so it's like a raised terrarium area, I guess. You're not. Hey, okay. Uh, okay. Hey, um, hey guys. Hey, you know how there's like definitely going to be a blood orgy because there's like probably vampires we, we assumed. And also he's a prisoner in his own mind and all that. Um, so I think, I think first of all, our kind of our kind of vampy friend because you know how more, you know how more a vampire our kind of vampy friend uh we need to get sort of him back in here but in like a secret way so let's is there like a like a, a, a fancy window or or like a did anyone see like where was the trellis can we go to like a, the trellisy place we need a way that they can get to the inside what's a fancy window define okay. that okay. not a up and down open more of like a like a french door type of open is that Mm -hmm. Can he just like turn turn into a mist and like fly in through a crack in a window? Yeah, but I feel I feel like we should I feel like we should kind of like 
be there to help guide him to like the place that we're going to be in. Cause he, you know, it's probably hard to steer as you're a mist. And so maybe he's going to just end up like accidentally poofing back into like a prison cell. And then he's done the work for them and no one wants that. It's, I feel like you would have a really hard time sort of controlling that. So maybe, maybe if we were able to sort of like, I don't know, like open a window and then like one of us cuts our arm, not me probably. And then we sort of wave it around so that the smell of blood kind of, I feel like that would draw him sort of to us and then maybe also draw the antagonist to us and then we can just have our our final flow to blow there in like a garden that seems scenic and convenient i don't have blood i think i'm i'm having some trouble comprehending this situation here uh did leland say he doesn't have blood i guess not okay oh yeah he's like he's He's try as a bone. You're going to smack him on the back and he's going to puff out yeah. some some dust from his lungs. Gosh, I haven't thought about that. That's the noise it makes when you slap yeah, it's him. Like a <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, oh, I got to practice. <laughs> see my, my hey, does anyone want to touch this dog? <laughs> I'm going to hold up Sachimano through Chino. I, we, need a, we need a vibe check on me because I got two thoughts running through my head. Uh-huh. One, that the banana peel is the most classic of all trash items because it's sure. like, hey, that's trash. It's a banana Natural. peel. No two, disagreements. This dog is this dog talks, I'm pretty sure. So I think it might be a either I've done too many drugs, which is possible. Well, um, uh, and two, maybe if you touch the dog, the dog talks to okay, you. Okay, I feel like the one most equipped to do this vibe check is Hollis. I know I do like mental warfare, but I'm pretty sure Hollis is actually more keyed into a vibe. And I'm sort of, I'm going to get sort of lost in the song and dance of it all. So I do think we should hand that dog to Hollis and sort of see how Hollis handles uh, a vibe check. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not T- wrong. Touch the I, dog. I vibe uh, 24-7, baby. Uh, Adam, what skill do we roll for a vibe check? Because Cammy may be good at vibe checks. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be rapport. Dang it. Cammy would have been great at vibe checks. Yeah, Cammy would have been excellent at vibe checks. Cammy is prepped and ready to vibe check at any moment. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be rapport. I guess it would be empathy, even which she'd probably be even better, better at. <laughs> yeah. You'd be the best at vibe checking. She's actually okay. so equipped to vibe. Well, you've ha- well, she's been handed this dog, so Hollis is gonna, is gonna try to check its vibe. Uh, doesn't vibe. Oh, how how does a minus one do for you? Yeah, this this dog seems like okay. I mean, it's a dog, you know. You've not you're not you're not super excited about the concept of, of furry animals anyway. Like it seems like inefficient. It's little piddly little legs probably couldn't swim like hardly at all. Um, <laughs> no weather. No, that's that, all he can do is dog paddle. Come on. Yeah, uh, but it does it does talk to you and he's like, oh hey, what, what what's going on? Uh, oh, what, what are you doing? What are we going? To, you're, you're a big shock lady. That's pretty cool. Hollis turns Sachimo three Chino around in her hands and points it back towards you guys. Is like. I got nothing from the vo- the vibes, but lots from the voice. Yeah, this this talk and talk. Okay. Uh, hey, can you do me a favor real quick? Can you point out to him that the most iconic trash item is actually a fish skeleton? You know, with the fish head still attached to it. Oh, he's got a. That's a, that is a damn stellar point, Stella. Thank you, thank you. Nobody thinks of the fish skeleton. <laughs> Hollis is just holding the dog underneath its belly with both hands like far away from its body and it's just uh, legs are quick, kind of dangling real, 
Real quick interjection here. I do have to tinkly something fierce. So if we could go somewhere where I could do a tinkly, I know it's probably not great to do it in here. Definitely need to do a tinkly. Cammy, is this thing, does it need to put on a, a different skin suit to do that that whole thing? Hey, w hey, without the context of whatever that dog's saying to you right now, that question was fucking bonkers. You know that, right? You know that you know that you're just asking me if a dog needs to put on a skin suit to do something without the context of it. That's wild. From context cuz I understand that you're talking about going to the bathroom. But hey, Hollis, that's fucking insane. I'm not really <laughs> int-based, so it's yeah. wild for you to think that I'd make that logical leap, but I do think that we should I should hold this dog's paw to hear what it's saying as we walk to like an outdoor kind of dog piss place. Cammy, you know, that, that you just that's life. Did you just say piss play? That'll cost you extra most places. All right, Mort, so you uh, have emerged out into the night air, uh, boy, fresh off of chucking a bowl of salt at a, I guess, <laughs> kind of a king, certainly a ruler, um... And that went about as well as you could have expected. Um, yeah. But boy, this is this is discombobulating. You have never been a bat before. And I don't even know that you necessarily knew that you could do that. He definitely didn't. But he did have the overwhelming urge to shout bat as he did it. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's canonically going to have to be a thing we carry on. Yeah. Throughout. yeah. Every time Mort changes into anything, he should yell. I feel like it, so it was you just sort of instinct from seeing other vampires or something sure <laughs> he watched he watched a particular uh vampire play one time yeah um, and it, it just stuck on um so you're trying to get the hang of just flying and uh the the weird change in sensory uh input of being a bat mm. um and boy it's it's confusing you did make it outside obviously you made it out through the little window um but i'm gonna need you to roll me Gosh, what would this even be? Um, bat flight. Do we have a stat for bat yeah, flight? Yeah, we don't have a... Strangely, no. we don't have a bat, think bat flight. We we have a bird flight, but I don't think that even applies. Um, I'm Boy, I don't know. I think like you could do either an athletics, I guess, or maybe a drive, but you're driving yourself, so I don't even know if that makes sense. I would say if you did athletics, that would probably be the closest to being a bat and flying. Yeah, uh, I guess so. It's a bit unprecedented. Um, Breaking new ground. Yeah, I'll go for athletics. Huh? Two. Okay. Well, you just managed to write yourself before you go uh, face first into a tower, uh, and as you're as you're just trying to get your bearings, um, you do see through uh, another window over uh, to your left. Uh, you see, uh, kind of the the party is kind of spilled out into a hallway, like a like a foyer area outside of the uh, outside of the ballroom, and it looks like there's a, a bunch of people milling about. You do recognize. Uh, Hollis kind of moving through the crowd. Uh, definitely the easiest one to see. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're just kind of milling about and trying to figure out a way to uh, extricate themselves from this party in a expeditious but not 
uh, not suspiciously expeditious manner. Can can I talk as a bat? Ah, uh, boy, you haven't tried yet. Okay, I'm gonna try. Uh, bat voice, bat voice. Oh, I I'm glad that they that they got Satchmo out of there. That's rather good. Uh, <laughs> so you de- you could you, like it sounds just like that to you, but you could definitely tell that to anybody else chittering. that's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be like ultrasonic. I mean, it's gonna be so high up that you, <laughs> nobody's gonna be able to register it. Although you do notice that as uh, this this group with Hollis and Cami and Leland are moving through the crowd, uh, Leland does have Satchmo in his hands. And as you start talking to yourself, Satchmo's ears do perk up and he kind of looks over in your direction. Uh, but you are, you are very far away. Ah, oh, I guess ultrasonic voices are heard by dogs. That's, that's good to know. Uh, you can hear him yipping over there, but he's not speaking to you in any discernible words. Okay. Uh, let me uh, fly around a bit, see if I can. So I kind of need to get back in there, but obviously not back into the ballroom because that would be suicide um sure so let me look around and see if i can see any other obvious entry points so like a chimney um, on the roof or actually i guess <laughs> castles don't really have well it's a palace palaces don't really have chimneys as such i guess but well i mean there's not much in a way of 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 notable chimneys but it is also i mean it is pretty much more castle than palace uh, boy, you're really, really splitting the terminology there, uh, to a certain extent. I mean, there's bars on some windows, but none of them are. It's not like where's glass going on here or anything like that. Like it's, it's pretty. So it's I could probably get in through like any of the castly. windows. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't get cold here in Vrim, so like they don't have to worry too awful much about climate and things of that nature. It's always pretty nice. Um, um so the. They ushered um, Illstrak back through into another room, right? Mm-hmm. Can I yeah. fly around and see if I can see into the room that they ushered him into? Yeah, absolutely. You can you can definitely like work your way into figuring out where you flew at, what window you flew out of, uh, and once you've pinpointed that, you can just kind of move laterally along that wall, yeah. and uh, you can see that there is. Uh, a, uh, a handful of windows kind of in that direction. And then do a, so. a little glide by and see if I can see anything in the windows. Yeah, you see, so go through uh, and zip past the windows, and uh, it looks like there are two rooms that are connected. The first window uh, is into a room that um, largely looks like it's a it's a setting up type of change, like a changing room type mm. place. So if somebody was going to do like a grand entrance into the ballroom or something of that nature, and they had like all this extra uh, accoutrement to put on before they go in, they can get that stuff put on kind of in this antechamber. Uh, and then beyond that is a stairwell uh, that seems to be going down. And that's the the second window looks looks over a descending stairwell. It's was the like ballroom was that on like the ground floor? Oh, no, okay, was not. I'll, I'll fly down in sort of the direction of the stairwell and see if there's a, more windows below. Yeah, so I mean, this the ballroom was on the second floor. So as you float, fly down, you see that the that first floor uh, there is further stairwell. That stairwell does not exit on the first floor right. though, so it seems like it does go uh, below uh, ground into like, 
dungeons or catacombs or something of basement, that nature. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess there's not much I can determine from this then. Um, Roll a will. Uh, sure. Two. All right. Um, so you start to feel kind of woozy a little bit. Um, and you've had this feeling before. You had this feeling when you uh, changed into mist. Once you started getting to the point where you were changing back into a human form uh, or a vampire form, I suppose, uh, you definitely started feeling this way. You feel like it's kind of difficult for you to hold yourself together as a bat. Um, you have not changed back yet. But you definitely feel like that change is coming quickly, and so you probably should get to ground. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I need to get back into the castle, and doing that's probably easier in bat form. So I'm gonna fly up, see if I can find like a nice like dark room or something to go into. I don't want to go into the room that Illstrak went in in case he pops back up again. So maybe okay. up on like the floor above the ballroom or something. Okay, just, uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll me uh, an athletics and a will. Uh, athletics was minus two. No, minus one, sorry. And will was one. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's pretty perfect. Uh, so you start trying to fly up. You catch a weird crosswind, though, and it kind of uh, spins you out of control a little bit. Uh, and at, by the time that you're able to kind of re uh, like reset yourself and try again to try to uh, fly up, uh, you <laughs> totally lose the bat form and you fall crashing onto a thatched roof cottage. Uh, not too awful far below. It does it does cushion your fall, but uh, thatched roofs will do that. For and you. as I turn back into a human, or not into a human, I guess into a vampire, I shout, "Vampire!" <laughs> well nobody hears it except for satchmo but it's very impressive <laughs> oh sorry do i shout vampire that's better yeah that's absolutely what happens and I uh all right crash into yeah you crashed you crash through the roof of this thatched roof cottage uh it is it looks like it's just an attic up here um and it's like still like in the, it, in it the castle nighttime. grounds though it, yeah it's well, it's right outside the castle wall oh right okay so it's, I'm just like in like an attic. Okay. Um, I look for the, the ladder or hatch or whatever that leads so Yeah, down. easy enough to find. Uh, it, it creaks uh, very noticeably as you lower it down. Okay. And I quietly uh, descend the ladder. Uh, you come down the ladder and it opens up into kind of a large kitchen area. Uh, there is a... Uh, food kind of sitting out from a from a from a hastily thrown together meal. Uh, and there's a little note sitting on the counter. Uh, what does the note say? To whom it may concern, I have uh, taken a handful of uh, sleep berries because I figure this is going to be a real long night for me. Got a lot of work in the morning, and so for any deliveries that may be coming by, I just go ahead and leave them here in the kitchen area. I will be sleeping fast asleep. In uh, my bedroom. Thank you. Signed, Jim. This is Jim's house, oh, apparently. Like I said, the easiest way back into the castle would still be as a bat. So I guess I kind of need to recharge my bat form, as it were. Mm, um, yeah. 
I'm gonna sneak into Jim's room. Okay. Just... Uh, as you go into this room, there is a a, a, a smallish figure in the bed, uh, but a giant beard. So you're guessing dwarf. Uh, he has one of those uh, his one of those little sleep masks on over his eyes, mm. uh, and he has big uh, cotton balls stuffed in his ears, and he is just snoring away. Uh, with a plate of sleep berries kind of sitting next to his bed. Uh, I'm going to go and have a little sip. Just, okay. just oh, the water to... that's on the bedside table? Yeah, yeah, or... just just the water. <laughs> okay, well, you feel refreshed slightly. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to have a little sip from his neck. Uh, but okay. just enough to, so I feel like I can probably change back into a bat again if I need to. Okay. So you chomp down on Jim. Uh, you go ahead and roll a will. You do a lot of will rolls as a vampire. Neutral. Okay. Um, so yeah, you you plan on just taking a little, just a, just a little nip of this, uh, but it's tasty. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And uh, you end up taking a little bit more than you planned. He is he's okay. He you didn't drain him completely. He's not dead. Certainly. Um, but boy, he's gonna have a wicked hangover in the morning. Um, I also you feel a little tired. All right, yeah, drugged blood. Um, I search around for a little like band aid and just like stick it on his neck. Uh, yeah, you could probably pull like some of the cotton out of his ear and like yeah, yeah, gum that up in there. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I dip it like in, in the glass of water. Earwax. Um, oh, okay, that works too. Yeah, it's got dwarf earwax on it. It's self adhesive. Yeah, now I just like stick that on. Uh, okay, give him a little yeah, gums right peck up. on the forehead. Say thank you, good sir. Okay, that's a choice. But you did Sleep that. Well, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I uh, I exit and try and bat up again to get back into the castle. Okay, you exit out into the night air feeling, uh, boy, your power is re- refreshed. And I leap to the air and shout, BATS! Uh, and you change into a bat quickly and flutter off into the night. Leland, you lived in a fancy, a fancy place. Where would you take a dog to piss? If you you lived in like a fancy mansion, so we're in a fancy mansion. Uh, where would you take a dog to piss in a wait, fancy wait. mansion? Because we need to go there to the is dog like piss a, place. Is there like just, a fountain anywhere? Just wherever it wanted, and then the help would clean it up. <laughs> just wherever it wanted. So, Hollis, don't you have? Don't you? Don't you? Uh, you could probably roll and investigate. You you're, you've got a pretty good feel for for water uh-huh. in general so like i'm sure you got i'm sure you got the ability ben? to hear some water yeah yeah no let's just go ahead and do it investigate and see if you could find the water source in the area feel for water you must know where piss yeah. goes well screw no, you well, i got she asked if, two she did ask if there was a fountain oh, i would like to okay. point that out i missed that part uh yeah, so you hear uh you hear some you see some water. It doesn't sound like a fountain, but it definitely hear, sounds like there is some running water. Uh, if you go out past the garden area, uh, it sounds like it's out that direction. 
I got this, guys. You keep you keep finding out about the vampires and the I don't know whatever whatever the hell is going on with the king. Br brb. No, uh, oh, uh, I'm supposed to just stay here dressed like this? Uh, no, no, no. I'd like to come. I no, I, I think I'd like to come, please, please. Can I, I'd like to come, Hollis? Please. I, if you really want to see Hollis this dog take anyway. take a leak, sure. I guess she says <laughs> just, and starts just, walking. Stranger danger, Hollis. There's so many people here. <laughs> Yeah, Hollis isn't uh, a pretty strangers. I guess we're all taking this dog walk. <laughs> all right. Well, as you guys go outside, uh, and uh, it is, I mean, it's outside to a certain extent. Um, there are these giant, uh, uh, big, like these big curved window openings, but they are barred off just like the ones that, uh, that Mort previously flew through. Mm. So there's open air. There's a lot of ventilation in here, but... Uh, it probably still isn't the easiest place for a bat to sneak back into. Uh, maybe Mort tried to turn into a, a, a fine mist and then go in through the window, but maybe he couldn't do it because maybe he missed. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's in the second. The point. little le- anyway. the Cheshire cat, like little rascals grin that you just did. That was good. That was good. No, he didn't actually try that. But anyway, um, <laughs> You guys, uh, you guys head out, and uh, you all can kind of hear this. Uh, there is there is some uh, semblance of moving water. Uh, if you go like kind of uh, out to the back of this garden, there is a stairway that's kind of heading down, uh, and from down there you hear moving water, but you also hear like a lot of like sounding like drunken uh, chuckling and goofing off, and maybe maybe horseplay, uh, <laughs> oh. just so people have no running having at the a goofy pool. good time. Um, okay, so, okay, okay, so, obviously, first of all, let's put the dog down, let's let it piss, but so it doesn't get all over our clothes, because we dressed all fancy for this, um, uh, second of all, there's, like, is there, like, a secret party, is there, like, an after party downstairs that we, like, didn't get invited to, because that sounds way more fun than, sort of, the political crimes that we committed while eating bad food, like, that sounds way chiller. Is this a classic upstairs, downstairs type of drama, like Downtown Abbey? And we're going to go downstairs mm. and see all the help doing their help games, and upstairs is all the the fine, the fine oh, folks. Oh shit! Like if, the... we're, if we're going to do a, a downstairs party, I gotta, I gotta prepare. She says she rips off the sleeves of whatever shirt she's wearing. Oh, it, it might vibe check Maybe it, vibe it might check. be like a, a titanic situation where we go down there and then there's like some softcore porn and then like a nude painting happening and look if that's the case i'm just saying that it's like not for me i don't think it's for me if it's if it's sort of like a like a, a softcore porn scene and then a nude painting and like an old car like that one's not for me probably but if you guys want to check it out i'll hang up here with the talking dog that's pissing um that's that seems more like my speed. The dog pissing. It seems like you're really just mm-hmm. trying to get away from us. No, like first you wanted to come and now you want to go. I, I want to not be where the porn is, and I think that that's an okay choice for me to make while I feel very I vulnerable in my skin any, suit. Huh? There's no porn. It happen. could be. That's a. It that is the be. wildest you assumption. You don't know. No, I mean anything. Anything could Leland, be. I've met we can go one down there and see something that lives in a mansion never and it's you and yeah uh, right uh, you're gonna tell me that I there can't be porn in a mansion not, not in the mansion you fucking you have streets? a porn house for that <laughs> where, where 
No, you go out out to the porn the porn shack. <laughs> That's a wild thing that you just said. While this dog is peeing right now in front of us, that's a wild thing you said just now, and I'm the only one that's upset about it. So I must be a prude. That's fine. Okay. Hollis is already like halfway to the downstairs party. (laughs) All right. Well, as you come around the corner, there's just eight thousand people just railing each other. No, (laughs) it's not porn. Um, uh, As you come around the corner, uh, you see like a little like. Uh, like trash can fire over to one side. You notice what the running water situation is down here, and it is that this is like a separate dock that docks inside the palace gates. Uh, it exits out through a little uh, a little inlet uh, that you can actually get in and out through this uh, this little dock area. And there are some guards down here that apparently didn't have a whole lot to do guarding whatever they're guarding, and they've been. Quite obviously drinking because you can hear from the raucousness of their nature. Are you telling me that you've bestowed a dock party onto Hollis? Yeah, there's a dock. There, there's some guards and they're drinking by in the dock. And that's pretty much what's going on this, down this here. This is very Redneck Yacht Club vibes um, from that one. There's a little bit of Redneck Yacht Club. 2007 that I uh, listened to. Also of, of a little bit of importance here, Cammy, uh, you'd be the only one possibly retaining the pos- like possibly having the information necessary mm-hmm. to make this check. I would like you to make a notice roll. I would love to ma- I would love to make a notice roll for you actually. I would love that a lot. Okay. So it's going to be a th- th- four. It's going to be a four. Okay. You make notice of the fact that there is one singular vessel that is docked in uh this uh well this dock down here. Uh because you've recognized it and you understand exactly where you've seen this before. Uh it is the uh one-time airship that you traveled on with Ilstrek. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Guys, can we can we like huddle? Did we bring the dog? I feel like the dog is here. Hollis has danced her here. way back to you, and under her yeah. breath, she's just like, dog party, dog party. Okay. No, no, that that's great. Um, I think. Hey, here's a, here's a little thing that I'm that I'm thinking about right now. What if we steal that boat what what if we steal that boat uh weren't we supposed to be here for a a reason yeah maybe not like maybe okay 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 maybe we know that this is a secret indoor dock and we we like have that boat and then this is our our getaway maybe this boat is our getaway maybe this this is our boat for get a nail who know who knows if mort's coming back i'm becoming very metaphysical and sort of having a small existential crisis uh i don't i don't know when that bat's bat's coming back i don't know that miss boy's gonna get here so maybe we have this plan where we sort of pre-steal like we prep it for stealing right now and then at a point we come back and steal it or maybe we sort of get in sort of the 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 mode of pre-stealing it and we we're prepping it and then we think at this point we should just steal it and so then we just steal it now because it's like well when are the guards going to get drunk again maybe soon i don't really know how their livers metastasize this do do you you want me to metabolize do you want me to uh distract the the gods I'd love that. I think that that's a that's something that you'd be very talented in. But we should probably have a code word so you know when you should kind of kind of haul ass back to uh, see haul ass when you kind of try to get your tuchus back on the ship where we're gonna be. So we probably should have a code word that we can yell or maybe oh, like a bird. Oh, you sound. know that 
It's gonna be Tuckus. So uh, you think that you think that when I need your attention, I should just yell Tuckus at the top of my lungs in this shitty cartoon voice? Yeah, it sounds great. Leland, how how are you feeling about stealing a boat and also yelling Tuckus at at it really really loud? I'm confused about what pre-steal means. Is okay. that are we casing the boat or are we stealing the boat but we're not leaving? Are we uh-huh. common? So we're commandeering the vessel, only we're not leaving with a vessel. Or right now, are we standing ashore looking at the boat, thinking about what it would be like to steal it, thinking about securing the riggings, thinking about doing all that other stuff that Eric from Little Mermaid yells when there's a storm coming. Sure. You know what I mean? Or, or are we actively doing that? So. That's where my mind. Okay, at. so um, first of all, just a quick, just a quick question. Uh, how familiar are you with the seminal film classic Oceans Twelve? Because what I oh the best oceans, yes, it's the best okay, one. Okay, good. Um, so I feel like we should go through uh some antics, uh, meet a fun cast of characters. Mostly, we should sort of prep and get this boat ready for sort of our getaway. Because I st- I still feel like we okay. Here's what I feel like we should do. I feel like we should take the body of that like prisoner king that man that i i look i don't like him but i think we should i think we should go ahead and take his physical form and i think we should all get on this boat and we should leave but we're taking him with us because he's ours now until his brain kind of comes back or whatever and we can give him to his sister or something like that but it's kind of half cocked but that's my plan so far is that we take the body of the most royal person in this uh, castle, and then okay. we sort of throw him over our shoulder, except our shoulder's on a boat, and then we sail away so that they can't get to us. So he's mm-hmm. he's the Fabergé egg in this he scenario. Is a fa- he's, yeah. Do I get to be Lamarck, or are you Lamarck? I feel like technically right now, Mort is Lamarck. Technically? Yes. Because we have to go to mm, him. Exactly. I think I'm the lost in translation man, but, or may, but I first of all, we gotta... Bill Murray? Oh, you're the night fox. Okay. <laughs> these are wrong. I love this movie so much. All these references are wrong. Okay. No. Um. Yes. To all of that, I because I because I think we are we're gonna need to play multiple roles because there's not twelve of us. I did a quick count. Oh wait, Lost in Translation. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Matt Damon when he met Meatloaf. Meatloaf. That's not what Meatloaf was. It was it? basically Meatloaf. Was that Meatloaf? It was a Meatloaf adjacent. Remember La Puntamento by Ornelia? <laughs> that's the best song. That's that's what makes the movie so good. <laughs> that is anyway. a good song. Okay, so Julia Roberts needs to be pregnant. Yep, Hollis, you got to pretend to be pregnant. Uh, okay. You got to pretend to be the pregnant Ugh, queen. Gross. Hollis is our Julia Roberts. <laughs> yep. It works because she also has a huge shark mouth. Oh, yo, okay. No, no, got it, got it. And she shoves Sachimo 3 Chino in the bottom of her shirt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sechimo Trichino's name is now Tallulah SpongeBob. Got it? Okay. We're going to, if someone hasn't seen this film, this all is nonsense. Please go, please go watch Ocean's 12. It's a great movie. Um. It's the best ocean. Anyway, it's as you the approach one. the guards, Bruce Willis is there and he's going to blow up your whole scene. <laughs> Glenn Snackwell. <laughs> the studio Fucking Glenn Snackwell. I'm gonna, what a, I'm what a name. More than any, I, would, I would bury a Bowie knife into all of your chests right now, except for Adams, to watch Ocean's 12. Everyone, everyone else, great. I, I want to watch that movie so bad right now. Okay. Um, it's one of Soderbergh's uh, best. All right, execute your plan. It's a great plan. Um, so now we just have to go get 
It'll shred. Yeah, so uh, I think I think Cammy is going to try a real uh, confidence wins, a real rusty approach, uh, where Cammy's just going to sort of walk mm-hmm. up to the boat like with a lot of purpose, like really trying to sell that mm-hmm. she knows where she's going. She knows she's got to get on this boat. Like, ugh, just a, just a typical day. Got to get this particular boat ready with confidence. All right, you're going to... Yeah, you're gonna have to roll me a deceive. How? Cammy doesn't like how does, mysterious, but she can't talk about how it. Does empathy suit you instead of deceive? Not great, okay. because uh, that would that would enable you to know whether or not they believe you. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I. You're just trying. If you're just trying to, you're just trying to finesse your way. In. I mean, you could give me a stealth. I just don't think that's going to be great. No, that's not going to be great. Um, I do think it's it's funny for. Um, I think it's accurate, but I do think it's funny for me to say Cammy walks up with confidence, and you just say roll deception. <laughs> that bitch is not confident. <laughs> if I know anything about her, she's anxious as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, but it was okay. I have nothing. I have nothing, but I did get uh, two pluses still. So I got a two. So it's a good All right. Goal. That that actually uh, beats every one of my guards. <laughs> I rolled individually for all the guards. They Two of them got plus two, but I gave them a negative one because they're all drunk. Uh, so they're kind of not even really paying attention to what you're doing. Uh, so you make it over to the boat without them actually really noticing i mean it's dark down here except for the light of this uh trash can fire that they're all standing around uh so yeah so like so they can't see too awful far like they're not doing great guarding is what the point of this is um all right so you are at the boat why don't you give me why don't you give me another notice roll oh okay i'd love to do that for you i'm actually good at that okay that's a four that's a four Okay, as you approach the boat, you notice that, like, one of the things that I feel kind of struck you about this boat is that it looked fancy as shit. Mm. Like, it was probably mm-hmm. the most, uh, is the most beautiful, beautiful vehicle that you'd ever really seen. I mean, it was just all pearlescent and shiny and futuristic looking. Um, this thing looks like it's been through the ringer. The uh, the hull seems to be holding water. But there's a lot of damage to it. It looks like uh, something has like shredded it up somewhat. Uh, it is a little bit bowed in uh, like one part that looks great. like it like took some impact damage. Um, this like thing has been this thing's been beat up a little bit. Uh oh. Are there other ships over here that have not been beat up? No. They're all all the ships in this secret dock. Have, oh, the oh. one ship in this small secret dock oh, is Adam. is the is this ship. Hey Adam, I just remembered yeah. that it was an airship and magic, and so it probably fell. You know what? I remembered that just now. <laughs> so that may be You're why right. it got okay. All right, okay. Well, I'm Boo Boo the fool, but it's fine. <laughs> Cami, um, uh, so Cami, Cami will go ahead and like she's. I feel like she's assessed the damage. And now that she uh, uh, has sort of, like, I don't know, is, like, hanging out by the boat, uh, I feel like now is the time to call her friends over to her just to see how, like, efficient their carpentry skills are because she hasn't seen them carpent. She doesn't know. Um, mm, yeah. So she is going to just try to very casually scream Tookus like it's a normal thing. Like, she's going to try to sort of frame it like it's a party chant. Um, but try to also be very clear in her diction of it. So it's it's gonna go. 
a little something like this. Um, took us, took, took, took us. Oh, it's weird when you do it like that. Took us, took us, took, and she's going to try to like be in the same rhythm as the other drunk guard party chants, and she's going to fail because that she does not she does not have like chill energy on her character sheet i'm looking at it right now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. will just keep trying to awkwardly yell took us took us to, until um sort of her friends remember and <laughs> come back to her uh, uh hollis has by this t- time like ran back got some extra bottles of wine from inside shoved them under her arms and ran back out to the the guards there and has like made fast friends with them if possible. Um, yeah. Like they initially were like hesitant because like they, nobody's supposed to be down here. Cause she's a shark. Uh, n- well, just nobody's supposed to be it's down here. This isn't a shark thing. Um, it's just nobody's supposed to be down here, but then like she did bring booze and they were running a little bit low. And so that kind of greased the wheels a little bit. Um, and she did challenge one of them to uh, a bit of a drinking contest. And so that probably, you know, now now they are kind of hitting it off. Yeah, she only won. She won the drinking contest. But then she's like, ah, it's only because I got, I, I put the extra in the eye stocks. I see it's because it's I can hold more. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts hearing Tokus. Being oh, chanted, yeah. and she starts a chant with the guards who she, I'm assuming are just wasted at this point. Oh no! Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Uh, you guys are the best party t- on the dock. P- p- party, <laughs> party! I gotta, I you guys keep partying. I'll be right back. I'm gonna get some more wine." Yeah, the you walk away as the guards are chanting took a stock party. Okay, good. <laughs> That's important to me and the narrative that we've constructed here in this in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, you've 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 got very little to worry about with the guards at this point cuz they're 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 not they're they're not what one would call perceptive at this Hell point. Oh yeah. Oh. Good. Okay. Yeah, Leland's just gonna mosey on over to the boat. Oh, yeah, God. and like it, and, and like happens for rich people, no one stops him. Yeah. Wild. Okay, great. All right. Do we still have the dog? And then Cammy's gonna see Satchmo clearly like struggle under Hollis's like muscle tank. Pokes his little head up out, <laughs> out of the tank, just out of the neck, just his little head and his little paws. Okay. Um. So this boat is wrecked. And I remember now that it fell out of the sky. Should I have remembered that the bo- that I remember seeing this boat primarily in the sky, and then sort of recall that all the magic would have dropped it out? Of course I should have. But apples out of oranges, um, nope, lemons out of lemonade, something. We need to get this sucker sort of moseying on. How do we feel about carpentry and ship making? I could convince a bunch of like starfish to to plaster themselves along the places that have big openings i like that that also adds to the aesthetic very much all right that's plan a leland 
Oh, yeah. I built model boats in my spare time. This is just that on a larger scale. I just need some you wood, okay. some wax wood. No, of course I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I hired right. people for this. What type of stupid question is that? No, okay. I know how to stand on the foredeck with an ascot and look very sexy. I know how to do that. I know how to sip a chilled beverage upon the deck. I know how to say swab the deck. Uh -huh. I know some other nautical uh -huh. terms like ropes and sails. Ropes. That's it. Okay, let's call that plan B because it also made me feel bad about myself. Um, okay, so instead, <laughs> let's sort of hit this positive plan. Let's take that first one um, and let's see if we can. Can you call those starfish bugs? Motherfucking cannonball! She shouts and <laughs> throws herself <laughs> off the side of the boat. <laughs> Motherfucker's cannonball. <laughs> can that be the name of the episode? Uh, does anyone know? Yeah, a cheer goes up from your from your guard friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. Does anyone know how to sail a boat? Okay, okay. First of all, Rich Boy, I really thought that'd be under your purview. I know you said you just stood there, but is it, I, I feel like that's more sort of your milieu than the tiny fox. Well, okay, there is a shark. Do you sail? No, yes. I mean, I yeah, I know how to sail the boat. You can't let the the the, the sails luff. You got to keep it leeward. You want to be perpendicular to the wind. You need to watch. Your, yes, I understand. You want to pull your jib line taunt. Sometimes you got to hike out if it's not. But this is not that type of boat. It's hitting a little laser or a sunfish or an Opti or 420. This is a keel boat. It ain't going to tip. You don't have to worry about hiking out. Really, what we have to worry about is how we're going to tack, sure. right? You want to tack into okay. the wind. You know what I mean? So I can sail it. But I can't work the jib line and steer the boat. So I have to teach you some terms. I'll steer it. I'll be the captain. You'll be you'll be my crew. Okay. I'll give you orders. And then you just say, when I say, hey, you know, ready about hard to lee, that means we're about to tack. It means we're about to turn. It leaves the wind. It's a whole thing. And then there's a montage of Leland, like he has a, he wheels out a chalkboard and he's, a, he's drawing diagrams of how the wind is supposed to hit the, hit the sail and how you want to watch your wind indicator that flies at the top to make sure that you keep your. Okay. At what point do we put on the ugly shoes? Cause that's most of what I know about sailing is the ugly tan shoes that we're supposed to wear. When do we have to put those on? Oh, the top siders. Yeah. Those are just because they're skid resistance and they do well in water. You can, I mean, you can get by with Crocs. I, I typically do a barefoot. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just you just need something that's going to be slip resistant, and it's just they happen to have a really nice grip on them, especially when they get wet. They're going to stick to that deck, uh, which is why I wear a Sperry topsider. You know, the two eyelet. If you wear the gold, no, no, wear the gold no, toes, Cammie, it's got a, not, it's got a memory foam insole with a with a lamb skin. Shoes. It's got no, uh, uh, okay, um, and so okay, instead of listening to any of that, how how where are we in the starfish fixing the hull? Are we are we where, anywhere? Can, can I Is roll it open something? Yeah, I mean you could just talk to fish, right? I mean like that's your that's a thing yeah. you do. Ask nicely. Do Do you want me to roll a rapport? Yeah, you can okay. rapport with some starfish. You said that so dis with so much like disheartened and sad in your soul. Because I have no idea what a starfish sounds like. What are you asking of the starfish? Hey guys, uh, you mind hanging out uh, over with my with my buds? They need a little bit a uh, little bit of them them suction cuppies. She says and and wiggles her finger. This isn't a, this isn't a sex thing, is it? Because we we don't do that oh, no, no more. No, that's nasty, man. No, no, nothing yeah. to do with that. This is more like a boat repair job. 
Oh, uh, what this thing? That that yeah, he's, he's like pointing with up. three of his three 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 of his arms at the boat. Yeah, above. yeah, that's the one. I mean, what do we look like? Barnacles? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. No, okay. What's the no, what's 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 the what's the but problem? But also, like barnacles what's suck, going on? man. Have you ever really tried talking those guys? They're oh, they're very one note. I mean, I listen. You ain't telling me. I think nothing. I don't already know about barnacles. I hate those guys. Oh, I hate them. Sorry. Was that your cellular phone? That device? is my cellular phone device, giving me an alarm. You got water. You got waterproof ones down here. Holy I'll trade you my waterproof phone in, in exchange for you sticking your <laughs> stupid faces up against the boat. I don't see it on your character sheet, so sorry. That's just not gonna happen. Um, what are we guys? What exactly are we trying to get out of this? How how does how does this just explain to me? I want to take as the GM how a starfish sucking on the side no. of a boat structurally improves. Okay, it. so I want there to know. are holes in the boat for sure. I want to mm -hmm. take these. Okay. There's no way if it fell from the sky and there was an impact. There's no mm -hmm. way that there's not some hull damage. Roll me and investigate. I would like to, if we're going to use anime rules, which I think that we should, then if the starfish are facing towards the hull of the boat, they can, with their mouths, suck the water out and then expel it through the ass part uh, on the back side so no. they can take the water I mean, out. If we're going to do that, we're doing fugu fish. Come on. Okay. Uh, Hollis has been underneath a few boats in her life. Uh, you can tell that this boat has taken damage, but it has also been uh, repaired. <laughs> uh, somewhat shoddily, okay. uh, but there is a lot of uh, of welding that happened down here. So it crashed at some point, and then somebody fixed it up. Hmm. Well, shit, guys, I don't know what to tell you. The boat's actually fine, so I'm just coming down here to say hi. Do you want me to like pick you up and throw you real far, and like it'll be like a roll up? Oh yeah, that takes you. so long to get anywhere though. Yeah, like that would be great. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. She starts hucking them like. Sure you can. Ninja stars. Like, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's a fucking break. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your trip. <laughs> so I come back up. Uh, yeah, uh, Leland's probably still talking about shoes. Yep. It's a lambskin that sits on top of the memory no, foam inside no, the gold cup. No, no, you promised so me you there pay wouldn't a be premium. porn down here. You promised. <laughs> hey, guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the boat's fine, man. You could just, like, sail it out. Great! I knew you were the fish for the job. I'm sure. I'm sure what you did super impacted that. I'm sure that you, you single-handedly really contributed to the the like sturdiness of the ship. And you're you're gonna hey Hollis, and she's gonna come like really really close up to Hollis. You are the what? only reason yeah, that we're Kim? gonna be able to sail this ship out of here and steal this for our freedom. Thank you. This is all. Mm, this is all, and she's gonna like hug Hollis's leg because that's what she can. No, she's like no, she's human sized. She's gonna hug Hollis's whole body for the first time in her life. <laughs> just like, thank, you can get like you, Hollis. most of the way around one of her meaty thighs. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I Hollis, if you wanna. Oh yeah, you're human. If you mm -hmm. if you wanna hoist the anchor, uh, uh, Cammy, you get there on the main sheet. I'll get this jib. Okay. I'll get mm -hmm. the jib sail up. Uh, it's not a spinnaker because we're not on a racing vessel. It'd just be a jib which sits a four mass of the. Is that anyway, it for me? Is that we'll my those motherfucking cannonball? She says and jumps back in. <laughs> well, we just we just need to anchor up. We need a view <laughs> out of the water and also the. She'll figure it out. 
Hey, Leland, it's Leland's time to do a roll. Uh, as you're trying to get this uh, ship ready to uh, to depart, uh, mm -hmm. as you're moving around, why don't you give me a, a notice roll? Uh, plus two. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, so you notice that there is, I mean, there's a little bit of, of stuff on here. It looks like they did, like, whoever brought this boat in, uh, transported uh, some uh, cargo on the way, and it's mm -hmm. mostly been unloaded, but there are, like, some barrel lids and stuff like that uh, kind of sitting around. And one of the barrel lids that you see is marked with uh, something that you have heard of before. It is a product called Bumblefruit, uh, which is an indigenous fruit that really only uh, grows in one area, and that is over in Gurn. Y'all, they got some fruits from Gurn. That's what they was coming on this vessel. Aren't they at war with Gurn? <gasps> Have the fruits been poisoned? Okay. Um. Okay. I think this is more of a call is coming from the inside the house kind of a thing, where maybe this this ship like crashed and Gurn took it, and that's I maybe Gurns aren't good at sort of craftsmanship. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe that's why it looks like it's uh, kind of repaired not well. Um. But then sort of they, they docked here and now the Gurns are on the inside and the Gurns are the ones that, that put made the king a prisoner. I th Hey, hey, as far as conspiracy theories go, I think that one has a pretty logical timeline. So honestly, well, let's take that, a, Let's take a 20-second time out. Do we care? And gosh, that's such an excellent existential question. Hey, Hollis, are you interested in this? Do we care as a group? Because I... I oh, um, I do think we gotta find our mist man, oh, and we no. gotta take something about the king's uh, blood orgy. Okay, something. maybe we, we got him on the boat. Okay, let's let's stop and, and take a breath, but also maybe take like ten steps back and and remember that we were here for those two dudes that first attacked us, and then maybe yeah. they were like with you for a while ago, but they're not here with us now. Are we cool with leaving them here? Um, mostly what I mostly. I, I don't know. I, I feel really much. I feel really much like we need to steal the king because I feel like I want to talk to his like, like real psyche uh, and also deliver him to his like sister. I uh, gosh, that that seems important. Oh, oh, guys. Oh, that seems so important. We probably should do that, huh? We got to figure out what's going on with this bubble fruit. Now, a lot of you may think that he mispronounced bumble fruit there at the end, but actually it's kind of a colloquialism. I don't know if you've ever actually ingested bumble fruit. They do kind of keep it on lockdown in Gurn usually. They're very protective of the, of the, of the fruit. Uh, but it does make most of your face go numb. It's great for dental surgery. You just take a big old bite of a bumble fruit and then your entire mouth goes numb and your tongue's kind of, well, it feels like it's swollen up, but it actually shrinks. Medically, we've, we've, we've measured it. We've done some scientific testing lately modern medicine being what it is today, science being what it is today, and we found actually your tongue strengths. You know, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, but it's true. Uh, but anyway, that was bumble fruit, but they do colloquially call it blah, blah, fruit. Uh, and the reason is, is because it makes your entire mouth numb like that. Of course, I know your follow-up question here, and it is well-received. Uh, yes, yes, if you do rub the juices uh, into a, a thick lather, sort of a lotion, uh, and then apply it to any other part of your body, it will make that part go numb too. So if you have, you know, joint pain, it's great for that. Great for arthritis. Uh, if you want to be temporarily blinded, it's wonderful for that. Um, I mean, really, the only downside is that sometimes not as temporary as you had planned, in so much as it can be permanent. 
But really, that's a risk you take with anything you put into your eyes, right? So, I mean, you know that. They didn't have to put that on the tin, although they do put that on the tin. If you buy bumblefruit lotion, they say, do not put on your eyes, you will go permanently blind. But sometimes they're not right, you know. Um, anyway, follow the directions. Of course, you're all very worried. What's going to happen with Mort? Is Mort going to get back with the rest of the crew? Well, of course they are. Of course. Uh, very, very soon in the story. And, and so soon, in fact, it will actually be next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your minute to a bartender and I will see you next time. Listen, we knew the time would come. We knew it would eventually be here. It's the day. It's the time. It's the moment. It's the hour. Uh, hopefully not an hour for the one man outro. That's right, folks. No one is here with me today. We didn't record an outro. We were kind of uh, crunched for time every time we tried to record this particular episode. Uh, it was a comedy of errors. Um, except for instead of a comedy, it was tragedy. It was a tragedy of errors. It was erroneous, but also tragic. Um, but we're through it. We're through that moment. We're through that moment of our lives. And hopefully uh, this week we'll be all back together. We managed to last week record uh, a new uh, Franked, which is great. You should check that out on the Patreon at patreon.com slash brute force. Um, that's our sideshow. And then sideshow in, in, in so much that it is a, an ancillary show to this one set in the same universe, but also sideshow in the fact that we all play freaks. We're giant Frankies in that thing. Uh, robotic automatons, some of them look like Tilda Swinton. Some of them look like um, other celebrities you may know and love. And some of them just look like Cruella de Vil. Um, and that's, you know, that's okay. That's a thing we can all enjoy. Um, you can check us out on uh, the Twitterverse. That's at uh, BruteForceCast is the, is the main show page. Or you can follow me at the Adam Bash, or uh, you can follow Carly at Animated Me, but the E's are threes. Don't forget that part. Or you can follow Ray at MR and Ladylike, or John at Nudzer with a Z, which is the same as a Z. It's the same key on your keyboard, so make sure and, and don't get too confused by that one. And then there's Patrick. You can follow him at, at Patrick underscore Rankin, I hope. I hope it's Patrick. I never remember, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Patrick underscore Rankin. Um, regardless, he's out there. Uh, usually this is the part of the outro where we regale you uh, with some reviews from uh, the, any of the review places where people review podcasts, but John usually collects those, and he's not here right now, so I don't know what we've done and what we haven't done, so I'm just going to make one up. Uh, this review is from Jeremy Olson. Thanks, Jeremy. I don't know why you'd use your real name on iTunes. That's probably dangerous if you're leaving reviews. Maybe not. iTunes seems like a safe place. Also, uh, Ray would pop in and tell me it's called Apple Podcasts now. And I would say, when I want to check my reviews on Apple Podcasts, I open the iTunes app on my computer. So, you know, it's kind of six of one, half a dozen the other. Anyway, not to interrupt Jeremy's amazing review. He says, great show. Love this show. Here's some good things about this show. It's good. It's great. People love it. It cured my insomnia. All of these things and more in the next episode of Brute Force coming soon to your ear holes. Catch it. Thank you, Jeremy. All of those are great taglines that you've created uh, for us. Um, that sounds like a real great review that you spent a lot of time working on. And I, for one, uh, am forever indebted to you personally. Uh, I don't say that often, um, but if you ever need anything, ever need anything, just, just give me a ring a ding. You know, I got your back. Um, all right, so uh, that's that's it for the, for this week. I, I hope you all have a, a wonderful, a wonderful fall season. 
Um, it's Thoughtum. Y'all, Hot Girl Summer's over. Thoughtum is here. Um, just just let it all hang out with your witchy self. And, um, you know, sporks are magic, but so are witches. And also, stickums. <laughs>